Get After It podcast, where we talk about what it is, but we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture to the after. Joe Ryan is a Marine vet. Brian Gustafson's an Army vet, both from Montana, and they sold cars together 15 years ago. Now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about. Bam. That intro is getting it for me. <laughs> Way more professional than what it was before. I mean, it's not like the most pristine no. thing ever, but it's just better than what we were doing. Just like giggling and making little fart, fart noises. I, feel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, it just, it wasn't that. We definitely no. weren't doing that. And we're going to get right down to it today. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a guest, even though it's only been a week. But it feels like it's been a while since we've had a guest. And we have a guest today. Yes. We would like to welcome you formally, Tianta. And what last name uh, was I going to say? Stevens. Stevens. Yes. yes. Okay. Tianta Stevens, welcome to the show. We're excited. Um, yeah. What should we talk about today? What do you think? What's on your mind? The weather. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the rain. Yeah, the rain. Rain, rain. Don't go away because there's lots of fires in Montana. That's the song, right? It's, we're changing we're writing it right now <laughs> um let me get out the guitar no it was a surprise this morning to wake up and see how dark the skies were mm. and it was cool out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. chilly do you like it is it your do you like the chilly weather or you well, i love the rain mm -hmm. but it was like i said it was unexpected here we go from you know 90 something degree weather to oh i need to put on a sweater mm -hmm. so, yeah. i just took my sweater off i had a sweater on today and i've been wearing shorts for weeks now mm -hmm. you did i saw you take it off just now yep yep yeah the one extra person in this small room i think raised the temperature a little bit and we both had to take off our shirts <laughs> no we're still clothed so we're still clothed. sitting around naked now yeah nope yeah. nope 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 <laughs> my wife will listen to this we are clothed oh, yes. on, on we're, we're clothed um <laughs> our our opinions and our emotions are naked ah yes <laughs> yes that's what it is <laughs> We are excited today, though, because this is our, not on any, this has all been on accident, but this is our first female guest. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. And so, time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dang. We thought the same thing. About dang time. Yeah. Sexist Joe and Brian. But now everything's better. <laughs> <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? It was. It was good timing. Nice. Oh. <laughs> oh. Bummer. So I wish I was like a little bit faster on that. Dang it. I'll get there. Well, <laughs> see, I was fast on that one. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You're, you're getting me every time. I think since we're already doing the sound effects, we should jump right into the 10 questions. Yep. We got to get in there so people know. Um, stand by for intro music. Ooh, welcome to the thing formerly known as the speed round. No longer the speed round. We're just going to ask 10 fun questions. You take all the time you need to answer them. Oh, yeah. Oh, much better. The pressure is off now. Yeah. It should be. Yeah, that was the whole idea. Get the pressure <laughs> off. Question number one is, you are inside, mm -hmm. but you need to go outside you got to check the mail you got to you know bring the garbage out or bring the garbage in you know the weather's one of those okay. things the weather's yeah, okay yeah the weather's okay it's not today it's yesterday mm -hmm. are you the type of person that goes barefoot do you put on like some sort of like sandal flip-flop or do you squish down the heels on your shoe and go out Ooh, that's a loaded question 
Depends. So these questions secretly, and not even really secretly, kind of overtly, they give us more information than what the question on the surface entails, right? It tells us a little bit more about the person than just the type of shoes. So if I'm heading out the back door and it's dry out, Mm -hmm. and I notice, oops, there's no flip-flops or any type of shoe sitting there, I don't know. It depends on my mood. You know, if I'm feeling lazy, well, if I'm feeling lazy, I probably wouldn't even be throwing out the garbage. So. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I probably would go, well, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going out to the garbage, no, or yes, I would put on shoes. Mm-hmm. No way I'd go up mm-hmm. barefoot because that's out to the alley. Mm. And who knows what bacteria and germs you pick up out there by the garbage can, right? Right, right. Okay, so yeah, so I would go search for some sort of shoe. Um if I'm just going out to water the plants, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sands any shoes at all. So um, if there's some shoes there and I'm going out, say I'm just going to go sit outside, read a book, and there's no shoes around, or there is shoes around, but they're like somebody else's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Step into someone else's shoes well, for a minute. <laughs> because I actually did that today. <laughs> there was someone else's shoes. <laughs> It's just a random person leaves their shoes at your house? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So I slipped those on. Those look and nice. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were too big, but, you know, they were comfortable, and they, they did the job. They got me out to my little table, and then I sat down with my tea and my book, realized it was kind of chilly, and came back in. So, <laughs> Got your sweater. All right. Question number two. Number two. There's a private jet waiting outside for you, Tianta. It's going to fly you anywhere in the world you want. Oh, this is a new question. Sorry. We got I can't just go in. Special music? Yeah, we need like New question. <laughs> Sorry. You violently yelled that on top of harp music. I don't know if those work together. Wow, it's just, that's just me getting after it. Um getting after it on the harp. Um private jet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you um, anywhere in the world you'd like to go for the meal of your choice. Now, where would that be and what would you be eating? Oh, yeah, you, you threw me with the, the curve of any meal because I, I was going to say, oh, I want to go to Greece. Okay. I'm not real familiar with Greek food other than the gyro. Mm, the gyro, mm. yeah. I, and I actually really, can you say that again? No. Oh, come on, you know. Well, no, because I, I think I nailed it that first time. Yeah, so you I, did really good. That was really good. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it, like... It was like the Y and the R's were both rolling yeah. somehow. And if, if you're hearing a Montana, it's a gyro, right? Or a gyro. <laughs> a gyro. Y'all want a gyro? <laughs> I want a gyro. One of them gyros. But it's not a you know. Like, that's, that was good. That was really good. Okay. You did a pretty but, good one there, too. <laughs> and so... so Greece, though, is where you're heading, but it's not because of the food. Well, I guess that's not the main reason I want to go to Greece, which don't ask me what the main reason would be. Okay, so if it's just the for white food. sandy beaches, I guess. Yeah. Mm. If it's just for food, where would you go? And then you can take the food to Greece and eat it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Okay. okay. It's a private Italy. jet. Yep. Probably Italy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somewhere, anywhere in Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Italian food. Yeah. Perfect. Mm, I love pasta. Mm. Joe makes some good pasta. Yeah, I make yeah. pasta. Mm-hmm. Homemade pasta? Mm-hmm. The noodles? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. yep. We're going to have to have you over. You yeah. By hand on his counter. 
making the noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's done it for me. I'll do that for uh, chicken noodle soup. Mm. Actually, I, it's turkey noodle soup because that's what I do with my turkey leftovers. I just made turkey stock yesterday. You did? Yes. Roasted a turkey? I Well, I, uh, I smoked a turkey and then I, I peel apart all of the meat. So that I just have, it's just an easy protein source to throw into sandwiches or smoked turkey. Yeah. And, but good. then I keep the carcass and make stock out of it. Smoked mm-hmm. turkey and carcass stock. <laughs> and smoked turkey stock to make turkey noodle soup is the best. Oh. It's so good. Then I got to, so oh, good. I'll definitely have to make some handmade noodles for that. I've done it in a, just a chicken and noodle thing where I roasted the chicken and done all the mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. It was worth the yeah. trouble. You, um, you bring the stock, you bring the noodles, I'll bring the vegetables. Yes. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, we've got this figured out now. Yeah. I don't I, even want to move on to question three. I just want to end the podcast and go have some turkey noodle soup. Well, all right, all right. everyone. This has been good. <laughs> I've been Joe. I'm just uh, what is question three? Let me, let me see. <clears throat> oh, it was the cartoon question. Oh, I, okay, I got it. You I know got this. it. You know this. We've got a cartoon question here. So mm-hmm. we don't know why, but you have to watch a cartoon. You just have to. Yeah, okay. now you have to. But you, you get to choose between three different types. Anime, Disney-esque, you know, like like something. It doesn't have to be Disney, but, you know, along those lines. Or is it like um, adult, what is it Ad- called? Adult, adult swim. swim. Adult Swim. So it's like, you know, Archer, Simpsons. Uh, family Guy, something like that, you know. So, is is it adult? Is it anime? Is it Disney? Okay, it's definitely not anime. I don't think I've ever seen anime. Whoa, you know, it's so popular right now. Yes, it, it is, and we haven't had anybody answer anime. We got to find someone for that. So anime, that's that's for adults, though, isn't it? I think it's adults and kids. There's uh, there's yeah. some anime that's definitely kid, yeah, kid that's, style. It's kind of a hard one because when you say anime, that's just uh, could be kids or adults or everything. So, mm-hmm. But not anime. Okay, something in the way they draw, or you know what, um, Melanie doesn't like anime. Sorry to call you out, but uh, <laughs> but she has a really good reason, honestly. Because you ever watch it and the the music is way overly dramatic. Like they're just like you know, doing their taxes or something. And the background music is like, you're like, what is happening? I've seen bits and pieces of it. And it's not something that appeals to me. A lot of yelling and like they yell everything. Like you said, you know, they do. I need turkey noodle soup. No, I'm an anime. It's like an anime <laughs> podcast. All of a uh, so, so would it be Disney or would it be uh, okay, so Disney we, or adult or is there another? Is there? I don't know what that genre is called. Adult cartoons that I like would be I like Bob's Burgers. Okay. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I just talked to somebody about Bob, Bob's Burgers the other day. He's almost like in a in his own class. You know? It's the it's a, the guy that does the main voice for that. Also does the main voice for Archer. Oh, you got to see the crossover episode. Oh, there is a crossover. There, there was one on Archer that brought in Bob's Burger. It's pretty good. Because I've seen like all the Archer episodes. I haven't seen much Bob's Burger. Where, where Archer becomes Bob, he kind of assumes his life a little bit. Yes. Oh, that one is yes. so hilarious. It's hilarious. It's reason. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah, funny. Okay. It's yeah. really funny. So if you like Bob's Burgers, um, check out the, well, we'll have to figure out what episode and season it's on. But it's hilarious. Like Archer, who is the voice of Bob, finds himself... I mean, I guess he blacked out or something. And then he's been living with this. He has amnesia, <laughs> apparently. And he's like living with Alinda and the kids and everything. But they're, it's in this other off-putting style of 
cartoon because you know bob's burgers is like kids cartoons it's great it's whimsical archer is a little more adult you know <laughs> i haven't seen archer i've been told to watch it but... yeah yeah a lot of it's um yeah i don't know some people just love it some people are they see it and they're like that is my humor that is the thing that i like kind of like will ferrell you know, some people just love everything about Will Ferrell. I'm one of those people. I just love Will Ferrell. And then some people are like, you know, I don't get his humor. It's just kind of awkward. Hey, I get that. You know, you don't have to like everything. Season four, episode one of Archer. Season I just Googled four? it. Season four, episode one. Crossover. I'm but, wa- I'll watch it again. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> so you can find you it right now if you need to. <laughs> okay. So Question. I do like classic Disney. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen a Disney movie, gosh, lately, though. Like, I, I don't even know can't even give you an example of what, what a recent Disney movie would be. So mm-hmm. Moana? Moana. I, I was going to say, you've got to know Moana. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it. So I haven't seen a Disney movie in a long time. So what is, what is, why can I not think of the one, the, the ice, ice maiden one? Why can Frozen? I think? Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Why can I not no, think of that? <laughs> could think of ice maiden, but not Frozen. <laughs> Did you see Frozen? No, I didn't. No. Nope. So, oh, all right. Like, now but, I need to know. But then I got to a point where I just was sick of hearing about Frozen, and I never saw oh, the damn right. things. Now right. you don't want to see it just to like just to stick it to those people. You I know? don't like, want to stop bothering me about it. <laughs> so what was so maybe, now I need to know what was the last Disney movie you watched then? Uh, let's see. Maybe it was Moana. Um, is Cars is that Disney? Pixar. Oh, yeah, Pixar Disney. Yep. So maybe so around that time. So my son is. He's now 23, so I, you know, when he was younger, he was, you know, seen all sorts of Disney movies, but. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. Cars, Cars is around that time. That would have been around that time. My son's 19. Cars was big in our house for a bit there. That's a good answer. I mean, so basically Disney movies, if people just leave you alone about it. And then, <laughs> don't badger me about I, it. I I'll get around to watch it. With my, you know, son being an adult now, it's not mm-hmm. a, a go-to for me now. Oh, I'm yeah, like, for oh, sure. What am I going to watch tonight? Ooh, I'm going to watch Frozen. Yeah, I'm with but you. But I would be, I think I'll watch Bob's Burgers. Yeah, uh-huh. there you go. Uh-huh. Okay. There Thanks you for go. helping me work that out, guys. Yeah. 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 That's one of the That's hardest nice. choices in the world right now is just figuring out what to watch. Yeah, we want to we want so get many choices out there. It's true. And on the podcast, we, we're not just trying to get to know more about you. We want you to know more about you. Mm. <laughs> yep. We want you to get after yourself. I'm going to work on that before. Yeah, I, you're going to have to work on that. Before I coin that one. Why don't you jump to question four, Joe? Better idea. Okay. Mm, ah, this is a fun one. We changed this one too. Ooh, change question. Changed question. Uh, now, you can have, we can work it out with the city and get you the licensing to get you whatever pet you would like. So what pet would you have? Would you would you get your own elephant to ride to work or would you become like a falconer or like what would you what would you think? Any any animal on the planet can <laughs> now be your pet. And it's it not going to be it'd be fine. Yeah. Somehow it's not going to be like still wild, right? Yeah. It, it's going to be a tamed animal. It'll be like Mr. Ed. Yeah, it'll and, get and your paper for you and, mm-hmm. Oh man. Just one. Unless they need a, a mate. Yeah, unless it like you have to get a flock of them. No, yeah, we don't want or a herd. I mean, even <laughs> in our example, a school. Even in the example, we don't want to like torture animals here. Yeah. You know? Okay. Wow. <laughs> we don't even want to hypothetically do that. Oh no, no, God. Wow, maybe a bear. Like ooh, uh, like a panda bear. Ooh, yeah. that is a good choice. When you went bear, I immediately went 
like polar bear. And I was like, that, that'd be scary, but fun. But panda, panda. I just watched a video the other day of a panda like tearing apart its food. I don't know. I don't think it was bamboo, but I think they mainly eat like bamboo shoots and different things. But it Mm -hmm. just like, it was the cutest noise I've ever heard. Like to hear this panda like, like chewing on whatever it was. It was awesome. (laughs) And pandas are cute. Pandas are cute. They're adorable. They are cute. Um, Question number five. This one has not changed. It is, do you have any phobias? Oh, lots. <laughs> any, any that you're comfortable sharing? I'm, with af- our... I'm afraid of that question. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Deep water. I don't, like, I don't like not being able to see. Oh, I thought you were Move taking... Move the mic a little closer. Okay, sorry. There we go. I thought you were taking my water. That's my water. <laughs> I thought you were reaching for my water. I was like, no, Give it to deep me. water. I'll get that water away from you. Yeah. So deep okay, water. Okay, deep water, like ocean, but it, even deep side of the pool? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> me too, actually. But I've been, you know, I will go in the ocean. I've been snorkeling and oh. you know, doing some crazy stuff, but I don't, you know, it takes... Yeah, it takes a lot take, to take some effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, I'm not comfortable with it at all. I talked to somebody the other day, and even they're afraid to close their eyes underwater because they're afraid that they will be um, somehow transported to like the ocean and will be surrounded by sharks when they open their eyes back up. Like, and so essentially they're afraid of, you know, what's in the water when you're in the ocean or the sea or anything. And so can't even close their eyes underwater. So um, it's not so much uh, what's in the water, you know. Like, well, yeah, I, I, don't get me wrong; I'd be freaked out if a shark came swimming up. But it's it's just the I don't know what it is. Just a, the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Just the yeah. depth of it. The vastness. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. All right. Question number six. <clears throat> okay, your house is on fire. No, no. However, all the living things are out, including plants. I mean, we're not animals here. Um, <laughs> Plants literally aren't animals. I That's mean, good. come on. <laughs> he said all living things. Living things. Living yep. things. So I, mean, I have a carnivorous plant, you know, eating flies and stuff. They might have some sort. Anyways, on with the question. <laughs> <clears throat> what are the three things that you get out? And if you say picture, you can have a box of pictures. It doesn't have to be like, you know, your three favorite pictures. <laughs> you know, I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be sitting on my couch. I'll be like, okay, my house is on fire. What do I take? Oh, okay. Okay, this may sound weird, but I would take my dog's ashes. Okay. I know that sounds weird because, I mean, there are, you know. Are no, but you've. They've already been burned, but I mean, that's. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but you've but, thought this through, so yeah, this is so, this is a rational answer. This is yeah. good. So I would take mm-hmm. my dog's ashes. Mm-hmm. And he's been gone now for 10 years, but we still miss him. So my dog's ashes. Um, what was his name? Bandit. Bandit. Shout out to Bandit. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um. So I take you know, I guess there's the files, you know, the um, you know, we important papers, your taxes or whatever, you know. But I mean, all all that stuff is stored elsewhere, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, there's no getting away from it. No, I mean, I tried that. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I IRS man. Go ahead and burn, you know. <laughs> Burned up. I don't know where the papers are. <laughs> They're still gonna find you. So yeah. So how important is it to really grab those? Um, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, all that stuff is stored somewhere, you know, the mortgage, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. not like, oh, you don't own the house anymore, but, you know, just because the paper's burned up, so, not that I don't own my house yet, but, um, yeah, you know, I think that's, yeah, just grab the ashes and out the door, I think. What, what about this, uh, there's a wonderful hat that you wore coming in, 
Maybe that. <laughs> Grab your dad's hat. Maybe, yeah. I wore my dad's uh, bowler cap in today, so. Looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. looks fantastic. You called it a bowler? A bowler hat, you say? Yeah, isn't that a bowler hat? I think so. I'm not. I would have almost called it a derby, but I'm not a hat, you know, expert. No, <laughs> at all. Baseball. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I think Beyond baseball cap. I, I would say bowler, too. I, I mean. I think a derby is um like the newsboy cap, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe this is a mm. I'm not sure. It's a nice hat is all we know. Looks it's like a it's nice a wool. Uh, how about this? We're going to share it on our Instagram and you guys can comment what kind of hat it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. We'll take Maybe a picture a... and we'll, we'll have it up there on Tuesday. Oh, what's the name of the, someone who makes a hat? Yeah. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every time uh, I hear the word for a hat maker, I'm always like, what? They call it that? That's oh, crazy. Har- har- harbinger? Something weird. It's a weird word. No. I want to say it. Okay. So question seven. Yes. <clears throat> Is you, um, ah, yes. as a kid, I remember riding around with my mom and my grandparents, and it was two distinct kinds of music when I was riding around with them. So my mom was country music. My grandpa was like 50s, oldies rock, you know, things like that. What kind of music, when you were a kid, were you hearing in the vehicle? So my dad turned me on to big band swing music. Ooh. So from like the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And so, to this day, that's my favorite <coughs> genre of music. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I think that's mostly what my dad was playing. My mom really wasn't into music much. Um, she just went with the flow with whatever, and, you know, somebody else was listening to, so. Oh, gotcha. And how did that affect or influence your music choice now as an adult? Well, like I said, that's my so favorite genre now is big band swing. In fact, I used to be a um, DJ for public radio and that was my that was my jam really? big band nice. swing yeah. big band so, swing right. what was the name of your show uh, was it? Um, I think it was just world of jazz cool but like it was so I did it like every other Thursday and then mm-hmm. there was somebody else who did a different form of jazz oh on the alternate Thursdays because so. there's tons of different genres within <coughs> within that yeah. genre yes. <coughs> I so, love big band. Um, are we talking, uh, can you name a couple bands? Like Artie Shaw, okay. Glenn Miller, okay. Count Basie. Okay, Count Basie. Okay. I was like, I was trying to, because I, I watched uh, that big, do- there's a documentary on jazz, a really, really long one. Um, that, g- that guy who makes all the good documentaries made it. You guys will know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> He's, um, no. Ken, Ken. Burns. He's a Ken, Ken Burns. Burns. Yeah, good one. Wow. Um, she's really good with that stuff. Yeah. It's the theater thing. We should get into that at some mm-hmm. point, I bet you. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, I, I learned about all that, uh, the history about the the big bands and how they travel around and kept themselves in business. And the. it's really, really interesting. I love that music. Love it. So I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge jazz guy. That's cool. You might even call me a jazz cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question eight. Question eight. And this is this one's on you. Um, I know, right? Don't you have to cough, like, right when we start recording? I've been coughing the whole time this time. You have been. It's my bad. Ugh. So you can cough all you want. You can just cough the whole time if you want to. <laughs> so um, it's number eight. How did you eat growing up? Like, what types of things were the main fare in your household? Was it uh, fast foods or was it mainly home cooked meals or, and then, you know, and then how did that affect how you eat today? Are you still like that? Um, mainly home cooked meals, mm-hmm. mostly meat and potatoes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some casseroles. So, um, Amer- yeah. American fare, like meat and potatoes, just regular old. Yeah, which is interesting. My mother's Mexican. Uh huh. But we didn't have a lot of Mexican food, so. That's interesting. So she wasn't uh, maybe did was she was she doing most of the cooking and just didn't do that style or? Uh, yeah, she was doing most of the cooking. Um, I just don't think she really enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I get that. I don't even I don't like Irish food. I'm totally Irish. I don't. I'm not like making lamb stew every night. <laughs> my my mom made one called uh, spam casserole. So when anybody mentions casserole, I think of the spam casserole, which is the box macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. canned peas, and then cut up spam. Ooh. And that was and and it wasn't even really in the casserole form, right? It was still like in the macaroni pot. Oh, okay. But she called it spam casserole, and that's what what she would eat. So what was like one casserole when you think of oh my mom made casseroles? What's the one you're thinking of? So it's funny you mentioned spam because uh, she did a spam casserole that was it was um, scalloped potatoes though with spam. Mm. It was actually it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, that casserole I did like, and then somewhere along the line. That spam changed to kielbasa. Ooh, mm-hmm. kielbasa sausage. So yeah. That was pretty good. So that was always my favorite. I always liked that that uh, kielbasa uh, scalloped potato night. And so I do make that meal, but I do it with ham. So basically, it's ham and scalloped potatoes. Uh, but I make mine a little bit more, um, I think, uh, soupy more than than how she made it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, that's still my go-to. Is there? Spam and mac and cheese, your go-to meal now? No, <laughs> no. Our go-to meal is probably, well, it's probably more along the line of kielbasa. We'll get, like, some hot dogs or some kind of sausage thing, throw it on the grill. We love, like, hot dogs, bun, and then we're a sauce family. You know, so mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. hot sauce, sriracha. Mm-hmm. There's this green sauce I bring back from Guatemala. I used to... Um, take a mission trip every year down to Guatemala. We bring this green sauce back. We also throw the uh, crunchy onions on there, right? Uh, are they called crunchy onions? The, I don't know what they're like called. Like the French's? Yeah, the French's, the okay. French's onions. We throw those on All there. All in a hot dog? Oh, any, anything goes. Anything goes. Honey mustard with pineapple, jalapenos. Like, we do all sorts of, and that's kind of our go-to, I would say. Maybe hamburgers as well. Just very, so easy to throw something on the grill. Mm-hmm. And then put it in a bun, put a bunch of sauce on, you know, that's kind of our thing. Mm-hmm. But my wife, oh, oh, see, oh, we can't talk about food too much because I could go a long ways. But my wife uh, makes a spaghetti casserole and it's essentially just spaghetti. And there's like, oh, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I think sour cream as well mixed into it. It is so good. It's like spaghetti on the bottom and then the meat in the middle and then like cheese and sour cream mm-hmm. like on the top. And it gets like the nice... You know, brown, like crusty, crusty yeah. so it's cheese. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so good. It does sound good. Yeah. Uh, what What are we What are we moving on to? Oh, oh, question nine. Question nine. Mm-hmm. What did you want to be when you grew up? A private investigator. A PI. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I used to always. It was um, Veronica Hamill, PI. Mm. So I used to play that all the time. I was always into mysteries. Uh-huh. And so um, and then so, at some point, though, I realized that, no, I mean, that's a messy business. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people really do get hurt. So, mm-hmm. no, I didn't want to be a private investigator. I just wanted to play one. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the, almost every time we get a connection from what somebody wanted to be when they grew up to what they are now. 
Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a connection there. Um, influenced as a kid to lead to you know, um, oh, I just lost his name. Dave's detail. Oh yeah, um, Steve. Steve <laughs> yeah, he he wanted to be a semi truck driver, but then hurt his back, so now he details semi trucks. But it was you know very close, and he's like, I'd I'd much rather detail them than be the driver now because the drivers are gone all the time. Yeah. And I get to be home, and he's and you know so it just actually worked out better mm -hmm. than what he would wanted to be. Uh, we have, we're down to the final question. Ooh, final question. It was one of my favorites too. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You've had a hard week. You have got your butt kicked at work, but you were successful. Now you sit down after a long week's work. And you have what? What is the thing that you kind of, your guilty pleasure, that thing that you're just like, you know what? I earned this. Yeah, I don't have and, it all the time. but and, and so it doesn't have to be a drink. It doesn't have to be a food. It's yeah. just like maybe it's something you do, whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. I got it. It's my murder mystery books. <laughs> Bam. Oh. Murder mystery books. Mm -hmm. What type are they? Um, are they just like uh, you read the book and it's, or is it uh, kind of? I brought one. Oh, yeah. Let's see it. <laughs> Want to see it? Yeah, bring it over. Okay. Just gotta take the headphones off. Don't get, or maybe you don't. You might have the. Oh, yes, she's slack. got enough cord. She's got enough cord. She's going over. Look at that. Ah, oh, perfect. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, okay. So we've got "Gone" by Mo Hader. Hmm. That's you know that's the author of "Devil of Devil of Nam King." Yes. Oh my god. Did just, you say that on the front? Just okay. says that. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like Joe, wow. Joe, my goodness, man. That no, is just, crazy. Just says it right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So this is a, um, a contemporary kind of, uh, you know, thriller type of book. Like, uh, you know, it looks pretty new-ish or. Yes. So, mm. but it's always, it doesn't have to be contemporary. Right. Like, like, you know, Agatha Christie, Dashiell Hammett, you know, like. It's the mystery genre that you're into. Even the noir stuff, huh? I'm, I'm guessing. Okay. So, so cool, I like, cool. you know, I like thrillers, mysteries. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like them too violent. This one's a little bit, it's good. It's, um, it involves kids. So, so anytime, you know, wah, wah. you know, kids, it's always kind of, mm, do I want to read this or not? But yeah, but it, it's still a good read. Yeah. Anytime something has uh, something happening with kids in it, you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before that. Yeah. Just don't mess with kids. It's always been that way too. Ever since I was a little kid. Like, yeah. Ugh, something's happening to the, why am I watching this movie still? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make other choices. They're writers or But I like whoever. it. So like movies um, would be like uh, Gone Girl, mm -hmm. Girl on the Train. Okay. And, and the, but then a uh, huge fan of film noir, the classic movies from the thirties and the fifties, you know, uh, anything with Humphrey Bogart in it, oh. <laughs> playing Sam Spade. Okay. And so, what, what, whether you're reading a book or watching a movie, are we talking like curled up on the couch? Are we talking, you know, how how are you enjoying this to its fullest? What's your environment? What's your setting? Yeah. So the movie, yep, would be on the, you know, I'd be watching it from the couch. Uh, if I'm reading a book, um, I've got lots of different places that I'll that I'll go out into the backyard, front porch, have a breakfast nook. Um, yeah, wherever. Gotcha. Cool. Gotcha. A little private, cozy. Yeah, my cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> All right. Solving a mystery. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we've. Do we have a closing song? <clears throat> when we're done with the ten questions. Now we need one, don't we? Yeah. Like. 
And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> hey, good job. Maybe do this. Hey, that was pretty nice. Did we ever? Did we ever upload the one, the the laughing one? Oh, did we get that? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just a horrible laugh. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible laugh. I like it. Me too. Yeah, you got every, it though. Every time I heard it, I was like, it makes me laugh every time. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds almost normal until right at the end. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you might be a little crazy, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we're down we're we're done with the ten questions, and now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about like what you have gotten after. And Joe has spilled the beans with me that there's an escape room, mm-hmm. but there's also dinner theater. Are both these things true? Yes, two separate businesses. Two Whoa. separate businesses. Mm-hmm. So okay, they're not dining well. Being in an escape room, so ooh, there's a thought though. No. Maybe <laughs> I had thought. Uh, yeah, nope. So I have um, escaped the falls in downtown Great Falls, and then I also have Act Normal Theater. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it called? Act Normal Theater. Is there a website for that? It's under construction. Under construction. Okay, but, but we do have a Facebook page. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna look it up while you're while you're telling us about Act Normal. Theater. theater yeah what's been going on with act normal uh nothing too much lately due to covid um, but i am working on this next season mm-hmm. but it was it's been a year now over a year yeah um, march of 2020 that we were shut down in the midst of the run of clue oh yeah so you were in the midst of clue and then the pandemic shut did you even yeah. get a performance done or was it we like did. we got three weekends in and then had and to cancel then, the rest. Yeah. Whew, that's rough. Yeah, it was very rough. So I mean, um, They'll understand, but it's still rough. So it, it's been kind of hard to try to plan a season because, you know, things are still up, up in the air with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But um, hopefully I can get something going um, kind of too late for fall. But mm. um, I'm hoping to do a fundraiser for us in the fall. And then we'll do a show in the winter, a comedy of tenors. It's comedy a of tenors. Yeah, it's All right. comedy. It's not a murder mystery. So murder mysteries, um, like I said, that's kind of my my favorite genre mm-hmm. across books, movies, plays. <laughs> and so uh, we do a lot of murder mystery, but they're always comedies. So we do a lot of murder mystery dinner sh- theater shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is not a murder mystery. It's just going to be a straight comedy, but it's it's hilarious and it's about opera singers. So. Um, over-the-top opera singers, and it's a farce, which means there's going to be a lot of mistaken identities and door slamming. Ah. So. And this is this is uh, this is done at 3D. Uh, that that's where we've been for the last, uh, I guess, eight years. Okay. Uh, so um, going forward, I'm not uh, sure about that yet. Uh, haven't um, been in contact with them since we were shut down uh, doing Clue. Golly. Because of COVID, so um, so things are a bit up in the air. Um, like I said, I'm I'm still trying to plan out the season, um, and we'll be doing a fundraiser. I'm hoping maybe November might not make it November, so it would be January. But um, we're looking tentatively at March for comedy of tenors, and that would be uh, a regular dinner theater show. So, and what that entails are you're you're dining while watching the performance. So, in a lot of our shows, um, like I mentioned before, are murder mysteries. And, um, and then also a lot of our shows are audience interactive. 
like. So it doesn't necessarily mean the audience is going to participate as far as, you know, I know a lot of people worry about, well, I don't want to go up on stage, I don't want to do anything. Well, that's usually not the case. It's usually um, a matter of just breaking that fourth wall and interacting with the audience. Right, right. Uh, sometimes they, they you know, get to help solve the mystery or, or, you know, whatever the context may be. But, um, but yeah, so we, we can do a, dip, a span of things, you know, regular comedies, murder mysteries. Our murder mysteries are always comedies as well, so we don't do any high drama or anything serious, you know. This is all right, fun, right. lighthearted. So. Yeah. And so kid-friendly? Um, mostly. Um, some of our shows haven't been, but um, usually try to... Get, you know get that out there yeah so let people, people know, know yeah. beforehand so they'll know beforehand if it's not going to be kid friendly right yeah we've done a couple that um we wouldn't recommend kids coming to but for the most part they are uh family friendly yeah i used to go to not it wasn't a dinner theater just theater um fort peck uh summer theater and you'd be surprised sometimes because you just think they were all kid friendly and they weren't all kid friendly and so it was it was shocking sometimes you know when you'd have your six-year-old there and you go oh this is the topic that we're talking about right now. Okay. I guess we're going to have a good fun conversation on the drive home, (laughs) you know? Um, So it's nice to know in advance, but what, what got you, I'm really curious as to what gets someone started into, into doing this into, into yeah, dinner theater. And we'll, we'll talk about the escape room for sure, but I just dinner theater specifically, how did you get started? Did you, you just started on your own? Did you take over from somebody? So, I've been in theater, um, involved in theater for a long time. And so I used to be involved with Center Stage, which, which was downtown Great Falls. And then um, that was um, operational, I think, for 20 years. And then it finally closed. And then at that time, uh, we partnered with an outfit out of Haver, Montana Actors Theater. And I think that lasted for about five years. And then the theater closed down altogether. And so I thought, you know, I got to do theater. It's, you know, it's my passion. It's my love. And so at that point I thought, well, I'm going to start my own company because I got, I got to do this. I can't there. And there's got to be theater in Great Falls. And so, um, and I, I don't know, I guess with, um, a dinner theater, it just hadn't been done in town for a long time. Um, I know there had been dinner theaters in years past, but, um, not recently and, and not since I had moved back to Great Falls. And so I thought, I thought, you know, why not? And I thought, um, and especially with the murder mysteries, that's kind of our niche. And so, um, you know, with my fascination with mysteries and, right. um, yeah, so, and, and I had, um, previously I had produced a few shows. Um, they were kind of like fundraiser type shows for, for the downtown theater. So, so I kind of had that background and, but as far as directing, I didn't have a lot of experience with that. So I just jumped in and you know I had a lot of experience on the boards um and some backstage you know management um so yeah so it's been quite the experience for the past eight years you know delving into directing and Joe has been in a couple of our productions Mm -hmm. that's right I know firsthand you're a good producer or director 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 well you did both an impresario. You wore many hats, just like today. Yes. You only have the one hat, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and what has been what has been the most fun thing, and what has been the hardest thing? And you can't say COVID for either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a fluke. <laughs> uh, the most fun thing is is being able to work with talented people. I I think we just have a great time. Mm-hmm. 
I think the practices are about the funnest thing. Yeah, they they are so much fun. Um, but it's a lot of work, um, hard work, long hours. Um, I, th- I think the the hardest part is is more of the the business end of it. Uh, you know, working with the venue, uh, you know, all that that side of it. Right. Know? But but the creative side, you know, that's that's fun, and working with the other with other creatives, that's that's the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so typically that's when you find, like, you know, big productions will, they find the people that like doing the paperwork to handle, you know, the venue and the, right. you know, the licensing and the, the ticket sales and stuff like that that doesn't, yeah, you know. But that's all me too. Yeah, that's all you too. <laughs> yeah. And and th- which brings up a question, uh, how, how much would a night like this cost if my wife and I were wanting to come to dinner, dinner theater? Uh, let's see, it's been over a year, so I can't even remember, is it? I'm looking at Joe. Is oh, it, is it 40? I, I is remember it? them being about 45 fish dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and that includes dinner? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that, and that would be, that's usually a three course meal and then the show. So, um, of course, since inflation, I mean, they're probably going to go up from there. I mean, probably, yeah, the food <laughs> you know, costs have gone up. Just yeah. to build a stage now with all that wood, I mean, it's oh, yeah. astronomical. Oh, probably 300 bucks a night. Now. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, okay, so that seems pretty no, realistic. It's very reasonable. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you go into a you know, larger um, city, you know, you're, you're looking at $75 or more. Sorry. You knocked it when you were reaching for the M&Ms. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then M&M's are loud. We brought in, to try to seem a little bit more professional, we brought in some snacks. You know, we've got M&M's yeah. and the gummy lifesavers and some Twizzlers. You know, so um, I, when getting these, I tried to think of things that wouldn't be too loud. And I don't know why I thought of M&M's, but when Joe went for them, it was like like an ice maker turned on or something. It, yeah. was, it was so loud. And then I was crushing some ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's okay to have the ambient noise going on. It's good. You know, we got a lot of good um, feedback from our last podcast in the in the cafe in Al Banco. Thanks, Al Banco. Um, the background noise people said was like soothing. It was soothing know? to hear the you know the coffee machine yeah, and sh- and people kind of clamoring and about the dishes and things. Yeah, coffee. Poor, poor. I don't know what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And okay. so now, now I want to talk, I can see, I can see a little bit how, um, dinner theater and escape room kind of relate. I can, because there is a, you're definitely bringing up, you know, drama and, and liking theater. And so the mystery, of you, it. right. Okay, so and, a mystery, and so yeah. I can see how that all kind of ties together, but how did, how did we get to escape room great falls? So some years back, uh, my son and I took a road trip. We went to Salt Lake, and you know, I had Googled things to do in Salt Lake, and I see an escape room. What's an escape room? And so I um, checked it out, though, and it was pretty cool. It's so an escape room is, you know, you go into a themed room with uh, your family, your friends, or a group of people, and you are given a series of clues and puzzles that you need to solve within an hour to escape that room. Right. And so um, that was my first exposure to an escape room was in Salt Lake with my son, and it was pretty cool, and we really had fun. And I thought, geez, Great Falls could really benefit from one of these. And so I started researching it and looking into it, and incredibly expensive to buy a, a franchise. And and so I thought, well, geez, what do you do to you know start one from the ground up? Yeah, incredibly expensive to do that as well. And so anyways, during the time that I was researching all this, uh, one opened up here in Great Falls. <laughs> so escape the falls, in fact. And so I thought, okay, well, 
I missed, I missed my window. You know, it wasn't meant to be. And I didn't think that Great Falls could support two of them. So, so I moved on to other things. And so, um, my stage manager for Act Normal Theater was a game master at Escape the Falls. And so she told me that the owners, after I think three years, were selling it. And so she put me on to that. And so, so then I bought it. And, and okay. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you, you and your son, was it just the two of you? Yes. Uh, for the escape room? So mm-hmm. you didn't have a full room. It was just the two of you. Did you escape? We did not escape. Ah. But, but the game master told us that he said, you guys did surprisingly well considering there was just two of you and you did, played our hardest room. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done an escape room. I've watched, I've watched people do an escape room before and I'm definitely going to, to try one very soon. Um, They're not like the movies. So we get people who will see these scary movies that come out. Oh, like, like Saw. <laughs> yeah. And there's some that are called like No Escape and Escape Room. That's the name of some of them. And oh, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll come in and they'll be all freaked mm-hmm. out, you know. And I'm like, no, we're not going <laughs> to. We're not going to hurt you. You don't have to chop off a forearm in order to get out and nothing like that. <laughs> no. no. Um, actually, there was, there was an escape room on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And that's kind of what I picture it being like, is they had to find these little clues and turn the TV to a certain channel or open up this certain can because the clue led them there. You know, and you have to find these clues and I then get out. Bob's Burgers did an episode, a escape room episode. I think they did. Oh, mm. I, didn't, I didn't see that. I, yeah, I got to watch more Bob's Burgers. I've got to. This is now twice in a couple of days that it's come up. It's I've got to watch more. It's really where all of society kind of happens, you know. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Burgers. Yeah. So we all just kind of touch on that. We all we all have that information in our heads, and then we know how to interact with each other when we see. And so, hey, you and see so, that new Bob's Burger episode? <laughs> and yeah. So you you mentioned uh, a, you said a games master, a game master, game um, master. Yeah. So that's who's running the game for you. So they're the and, one who, and they're like, are they watching on like a camera? They are. Yes. Okay. So we can see and hear everything that you're doing, and then when you to a point where you need a clue, then we'll feed you that clue. Okay. So, so we kind of help you out. Yeah. And so in the, the episode of Brooklyn nine, nine, they had a phone that they could pick up and that would be where they get their clues from. And they were only allowed three questions and they wasted the three questions very quickly. <laughs> like, Oh, is this the phone we use? Yes. Well, that was question one. <laughs> you know? And they, they used them really quickly. Um, and so you just kind of like speak out and just say, Hey, we're ready for our clue. And right, we, we make them raise their hand. So, okay, okay. And, um, that way we know everybody's in agreement if they want a clue. Right, because that was the problem in the, the show I watched is like not everybody was ready for a, a clue yet and got all wasted really quick. So everybody in the room has to raise their hand. Right. And I noticed on the website that it's uh, the room, uh, depending on the room, because I think you have four rooms right now. We currently have four and we're hoping to open a fifth room within the next couple of weeks. And, and those range from two to eight people, somewhere in there. Right. And so there's a chance if you book a room, if you don't reserve the whole room, you could be in there with people you don't know. Yeah, except we're not doing that during COVID. Oh, yeah, okay. So, okay. so uh. like, say you two came in, wanted to play a room, and um, you know there's space for eight people in it. We would just block out the other six spots so nobody else could book with you. Mm. We're just trying to play it safe, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. Because that, that sounded like fun to me. 
is is being there with people you don't know and, and like know, working it, through it. It I, is fun because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people don't realize that they've booked on to somebody else's booking. And so oh. when they, they show up and it's like, oh, you're playing with this party, everybody's always kind of like, oh, no, you know, like you could just see in the look on their face like, oh, I don't plan on that. But then once they're in the room, mm-hmm. right, it's amazing to see these strangers working together and yeah. figuring things out. And it's really cool. And then people end up being friends. And same with the dinner theater because it's communal the- uh, seating at the show. And so, you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, Mr. Smith and Mr. Mrs. Smith, you're sitting with the Joneses. And mm-hmm. the look on their face is like, oh, we're sitting with strangers. And then later on, you know, you'll, you'll see they're all laughing, buying each other drinks, having fun. And so, yeah. yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it we're works. bringing people together. That's right. You really are bringing people together. Jeez, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so these rooms right now, I'm not going to try to put you on the spot, but I bet you probably know. What are, you, what are your themed rooms right now? So our easy room is Cooper Cabin, and it's by no means easy. Um, It's called our easiest room because it's our smallest room, so all your clues and puzzles are confined to one smaller area. Uh, That holds up to six people. Uh, Then our medium uh, difficulty rooms are Peacock Manor and the Asylum. And Asylum is our spooky room, and those hold up between two and eight people um we can get like 10 into those rooms but it starts getting kind of crowded at that Mm -hmm. point so Mm -hmm. eight is kind of the recommended um, maximum amount of people and then our most difficult room is lost in wonderland and that is um same thing between 12 two and eight people um we'll get parties of 10 in there we've even had parties of 12 in there so um it's our largest room as well so and um it seemed like maybe some of these were more than one room too. Like you kind of get out of one room and then you're into a bigger room. Right. Yep. So um, all of them except for Cooper Cabin are multi-room escape rooms. That's pretty cool too. Nice. Pretty cool. And uh, and fun. and again, I haven't been. I really. I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't because then I can I can ask some questions. You know, uh, from a, uh, a newbie. You know, uh, are they all like decorated with this theme as they well? Are, yeah. So like asylum or spooky room. It's like an asylum. Well, hopefully it's not like an asylum. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like know. an asylum. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but um, hopefully they're not like that. Because um, you know, but yeah, it's you know, it's it's a scary ambiance in there, and yeah, so they're they're all decorated for that theme. So that's pretty neat. cool. Yeah, they are pretty cool. And uh, the newest room that we're opening up is called Room Seven Forty Five, and it's a nineteen seventies hotel room. Whoa. Yeah, so we got the swig going in there. Looks good. <laughs> Is it going to look anything like the Stanley, the Stanley Hotel in the Shining? In the what? In the Shining. 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 Oh. <laughs> shining. Doesn't it get shinned? In the shining. Okay. <laughs> From the Shining. We just talked about this a couple episodes ago because you visited that hotel. I know. I did didn't. You really? I did, and I didn't know that there was a famous room 217. And so I was like, oh, maybe Isn't there's that a. in Colorado? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother got married. Went down there, checked out the Stanley Hotel. It was all Melanie's idea. She was like, "Woo, the Stanley's right. It's only an hour and a half. I was like, only an hour and a half? Okay. Can you stay there? Oh, yeah. And um, you there and that one room, so there's the room that Stephen King stayed in. And then there's a haunted three or four more rooms just in this little alcove where a, um, a kindly old ghost will come and like mess with you if you're there as an unwed couple. She'll like, she'll like pack all your stuff back up and leave it by the door, apparently. And apparently, none of this. Yeah. And those, um, those rooms book up like 
so far, like a year, like you can't, it's hard to get one, but we're trying. I think, I, I think Melanie's found one for like next, some next year sometime. And I'm like, maybe well, that'll be fun. And I think it's like 300 bucks or something, but I'm like, I don't know. We're going to take pictures all night. It's a cool trip to Denver. I don't know. So yeah, that was, um, so, so you're having a, um, a hotel one, but that just made me think of the hotel that I went to, but it was spooky. So I think you would like it. So you didn't stay the night. No, we just went on a tour and it was a day tour and they also have night tours, which they said are like 10 times better and super spooky. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, why are you telling that to us? We're the day tour people. Don't tell me that. They were trying to get you to come back. Yeah. Yeah. They were upselling you. Mm -hmm. You should know, Joe. I I think it was like 25 bucks per tour thing and you just walk around and i mean it was so cool because um i i was happy and uh but they also you know i I was happy enough to join melanie for something that she really really enjoyed and it was a beautiful beautiful place but then um i didn't realize this but dumb and dumber was actually filmed there i was like what that's a crazy you know like race you up the stairs and they trip them and everything like i raced up those stairs and tripped so well, Dumb and Dumber was filmed in the same hotel as The Shining. Well, well The Shining actually, and a little weird thing about that is, so The Shining wasn't filmed in that Stanley Hotel, just most people think it was. It was actually it's filmed in England, but Dumb and Dumber was filmed there. And then Stephen King, who wanted to remake The Shining. <laughs> Not The Shining. Not The Shining. Um, he wanted to remake The Shining. He came back and redid it as a miniseries, but he did go to that Stanley Hotel. And he um, he repainted all of the beautiful white plaster, all dark wood, so it looked more spooky. So if you watch Dumb and Dumber, you can see it before they spray painted everything. And it's all white and perfect and beautiful. So The Shining was filmed over in Europe, England, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. It was all soundstage. doesn't exist anymore. Oh, Sadly. So I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Sad. Yeah, I thought it was all in this, this hotel out in the middle of nowhere. In Ex- exactly what the um, the tour guide said was, yo, that's that's he says that's the first thing I tell people because then a lot of pe- some people will leave. <laughs> They're like, oh, the, it wasn't it wasn't filmed here. Well, bye, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah. So um, not filmed there, but was thought of there. Like he had the idea for it in that room, and, okay. and apparently um, that movie. It, it kind of follows his actual stay there. Like he got there and there was a storm coming in and they were already closed. So there was all that stuff over everything. Like, you know, he was supposed to be there as a care, care, the caretaker, caretaker. I want to say caregiver. Yeah. No, the, yeah, the caretaker for the inn. Um, but that's how it was when Stephen King actually stayed there. Cause everything was all packed up. Most of the staff had already gone home for the, the, the season. And so, um, yeah, like everywhere he went, like that scene where he goes and he's talking to that, you know, the spooky bartender. Well, he actually did go sit by himself at a bar and the bartender was serving him. And yeah, so it all kind of made it in the book in a, in a weird way. Hmm. Isn't interesting. that interesting? I have a question that's not spooky. Um, or maybe it is, depending on what the answer is. But last I checked, you were doing all of this um, two businesses while also working a full-time job. Are you still working this full-time job? I am, but I just recently gave notice. Whoa! Then congratulations! That's what that means, right? I think that calls for a button. It does. Oh, baby! That's amazing! I'm very excited. Yes, I I gave notice a couple weeks ago. The last day is September 30th. So the the company I worked for was, it's a great company. Um, Benefits are wonderful. They are a good company. I know about them. They are. And, but... You know, I got to follow my passions here. You've so. gotten after it. 
So, so I'm very excited, very scared. Mm. But, um, so I had gone to convention for uh, escape rooms back in May. And um, I was visiting with a lady there and I was telling her how scared it was to, you know, quit my day job, the job that's paying the mortgage, mm-hmm. you know, to pursue my businesses. But um, she said to me, she's like, you know, she's like, if you were to fail and you won't, she's like, I think you'll be very successful. She said, but if you were to fail, she's like, you could always go back to that corporate job. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that was what did that. That was the push I needed. So. So I'm very excited. And so you're going to, uh, you said September 30th. Yes. And so. 30th or 3rd? 30th. 30th, okay. And so come November 1st. Uh, October. October, that's what I meant. October 1st. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna wake up and it's going to be. Look in the mirror. It's all on day. you. It's like, all on you. Be like, hi boss. And you yep. look in the mirror. <laughs> hey boss, I'm going to show up late today. Okay. <laughs> Or you probably tell yourself, don't. Mm -hmm. You still call in anyways. Leave a a message for yourself to get mad at. Don't. I'm going to have to go in for it now. Nobody wants to work anymore. (laughs) And so who is is making these rooms? So the the four that are existing were there when I purchased it. Okay. And so so this whole purchase was, was very sudden. So from... The time that I found out she was selling, and, and I think she was actually negotiating with some other buyers because she didn't get back to me for a couple months. And then when she did, I literally had a week to decide if I was going to buy the business or not. Oh, wow. And she, she, was, already, she already was already on her way out. And, um, and so I, I jumped in and I took the risk and I, I bought the business and no looking back now. But, um, no looking back. But as far as the rooms, like I said, those were already established. So, but just being so new to this industry, I've had to learn so much, and just like learning on how 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 to create these rooms. And you can buy these rooms, super expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of um, um, escape room owners who create their own rooms. And and she had the previous owner. That's where they had gotten to that point where they were, were able to do that, create their own rooms. So, the one that. Um, it's opening here soon, the 1970s hotel room. That one I did purchase. I, I purchased the game, but like the decor, everything is, you know, I just created locally or whatever. Um, whereas, you know, some escape rooms, you when you buy them, you buy everything, the props and everything. So, um, but this one I did buy, um, hoping by the end of year to retire Lost in Wonderland and put in a pirate theme. Mm. Room. And that one... I am designing, so wish me luck on that one. So, Good luck but, to you. But they do, they take a lot of planning, hmm. and so, you know, it's hard to do that when I'm working full-time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and, and like, everything in the room, either it has to obviously not play a part in the room, or it has to have some kind of part in the room, right? If, if I understand it correctly. So if you're, if you're looking at a chair, it either has to obviously have no clues about it or, you know, be able to be, be kind of moved around sure. and, you know, people can look at it or, you know, whatever to try to find clues, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, so... It, yeah, so you, you, you decorate these rooms according to the theme. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so, you know, you have, to, you have to plan everything. And then, of course, you have the actual game play where you have the props and the clues and everything. So, yeah, so it's a lot of planning. A lot of work on it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not everybody thinks the same, so you have to try to think, like, outside the box, so, you know, 
who would think about looking over here or, you know, hard places to think or, you know, so some clues are going to be obvious to some people and right. some clues are going to be super hard for most people, you know, whatever. That's and, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thinks different. And it's just so like in one of our rooms, Cooper cabin, there's this, this puzzle that I cannot see it. I stand there and stare at it and I, I just don't see it. And other people walk up to it and be like, Oh, that says, Blah blah blah, and it's like I don't see it. It's like it, you know, it makes me think it's like one of those what are magic those? eye. Yeah, it's, oh. it's not. It's similar to it, I guess. I but I'm like, I can't see it. Hate magic eye. You can't do them. I can't do them. I cannot do magic eye. I got as a gift for Christmas, like a big magic eye, like huge. I'm holding my arms. Like people hugely. can see. He's yeah. holding his arms hugely. Hugely. Huge. Hugely. You know, but it was probably like two feet by two feet. It was this big. And it, when you, you could rip out the pages to, to hang on your wall. Oh, so it was a whole book of them. Okay. A whole book. And I could not see one of them. <laughs> and I, you know, my brother, he'd come up and be like, well, that one's a dolphin. They oh, wasted there's, there's a dragon. And they he'd like to see them right away. And I had to go back to like the cheat page. <laughs> and I could see then like what it's supposed to look like. Then I'd go back and you, you know, people would be like, Oh, you got to start close to your face and move out. Or you got to kind of cross-eyed look <laughs> at it. Or, you know, they all had these things. You have to bend the page a little bit. Didn't matter. None of those tricks. I've never seen a magic guy. Whoa. I've never seen one. Did you ever see that Seinfeld episode? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Seinfeld episode about magic guy? Uh, Elaine's boss had, um, he, he got one of those as a present and he had the same, he was, he became obsessed with it. And uh, she, he had a meeting he had to go to, and uh, well, you just got to watch it. Yeah, it, it, it was hilarious. I think there's even a part where George goes into the bathroom, and he like has this he has this thing about taking off his shirt when he goes to the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and so he starts watching at this, looking at the magic eye, and he gets all involved in it, and he comes out from the bathroom without his shirt on, and it's at a party, you know, <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, did you guys see that magic guy?" Like, "What are you doing without your shirt on?" <laughs> Ah, uh, Seinfeld. You know, that's another one of those things that not everyone likes. Can you believe that? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get. I was way more into Friends, and they were. I think when it was playing like live TV, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I would watch Friends way more than Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I think Seinfeld came on after, and okay, you know, maybe I had to go to bed or something. But I watched a lot more Friends than I did Seinfeld. But I had no problem with Seinfeld. I like Seinfeld. Be darned, yeah. Kramer. That's so cool. You know what's so cool is you're designing your own mysteries now. You know, you're doing the thing that you wanted to do. You're like, I have designed my own mysteries. I can still have mysteries without all the, the violence, I guess. The messy stuff. Yeah, the messy stuff. Yeah, and the blood can be just like ch- cherry-flavored Kool-Aid or something. <laughs> <laughs> it can be whimsical. It doesn't have to be I'm scary. Trying to think what, you did a couple shows with us, and I'm trying to see. It was Wrong Window. Mm, oh, well, yep, I did With the uh, Dinner Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've like been in, I think I've done theater. three or four, I could be talked in. I might. I might believe four shows, but I know I did wrong window. Um, murder mystery. No murder. The melody hour. Murder. Mm-hmm. I can never get that title straight. Murder. I don't. I don't know what it is either. Yeah. But I was wearing a tuxedo and I got to speak in, and I got to sing. You got to sing. Ah. Yeah. So that one was. Um, it was. We were doing a 1940s live radio broadcast. Yeah. In front of a live audience, and so. Um, Joe was the host and he got to sing and then there was murder and mayhem and I got stabbed in the back stabbed you I don't remember 
talking, it was in the show. That was right? part of the mystery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I want yeah. to make sure it wasn't. No, I mean backstage, <laughs> the actors are just rats. No, I'm just kidding. No, you told me backstage was crazy. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, he was talking to me about. He was kind of asking me like, "Well, what was it like, you know, to be in dinner theater?" And I was like, "Well, I." You know, it was almost kind of what I was expecting, except for the one thing that was, I was just kind of not, it wasn't bad nor good. Just, I wasn't expecting how, how much nakedness I would see, like just all the time, <laughs> like guys, girls, top bottoms, it's, you know, just. Well, well, let me clarify so people don't think. I mean, there no, was. Because this is what I thought. I thought, thought, I'm like, I'm going out to dinner with my wife and I'm going to see a bunch of naked people. He and he's like, no, 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 no. We're no, doing, quick, I mean, mostly it's just quick changes yeah, back so behind the backstage. And if <laughs> yeah. you have a quick change, you, you, you lose your modesty. And, and, no you know, modesty. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, but we're respectful of each other and we stand there and stare, you know, it's like, you know, you look away, whatever, as somebody's ripping off the costume yeah. to throw something else on and, I remember, and run back out. So I remember it was really hard to make it look like I wasn't staring. <laughs> <laughs> that was the toughest part for me. I was like, um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joe, will you quit putting mirrors up back here? I don't, sorry. Sorry. No, you know what it actually reminded me of is, um, have you guys seen that movie Starship Trooper? Yep. Sounds funny. It's just like a sci-fi thing. Um, it's t- more than 10 years old. It's kind Oh, of it's 90s. Okay. Yeah, you're looking at almost 30 years old. Jiminy. Okay. So there's a <laughs> there's a weird there's a weird um, scene in there where guys and girls are showering together and they're in the military or something like that. But it's and in the it's in the future and it's supposed to be like progressive. Yeah, there's, like this is what would happen. They're and, showing you like, you know, we've evolved as people, you it know. It was and, a cheap way just to get nudity in the film. But what I thought is when I was <laughs> in dinner theater, I w- I felt like I evolved as a person, you know? I was like, oh, genders and nakedness doesn't even matter to us anymore it's not even on our radar we're just people we're all people you know (laughs) trying to make some fart jokes for these strangers well and if you go to any european country like it wouldn't be a big deal we we have a a sense of of nudity here in america that isn't um worldwide for sure we're definitely prudes in this country Uh, i I mean i think we're opposite yeah Yeah, i think because of the modesty we actually are a little bit more perverted i could agree with that you know because of the modesty we take it too far in other ways for sure right hey and so it's it's kind of like bled into this uh yeah that's my excuse anyways (laughs) but backstage can be kind of mayhem you know so Mm -hmm. but you know we want the audience to enjoy what's going on on stage, you mm-hmm. know, and so yeah, they don't need to know what happens backstage. It's, yeah, and so just forget mm-hmm. that we mentioned that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah there'll be no nudity no when you're nudity. eating dinner, unless unless I'm unless I'm in the play. <laughs> just <laughs> you could just picture me back there standing naked. <laughs> and be like, why aren't you guys doing it too? What? The? <laughs> Joe, you don't even have a costume change. What are you doing? You're not Joe, even. In, you're not even in this play. We didn't even <laughs> cast you in the play. He just shows up and starts disrobing. <laughs> Well, this is what I learned about being an actor. So I'm just trying to ply my trade, as they say. Okay, I have I have a legit question here. Um, where is the escape room? Oh, 511 Central Avenue. So we are across the street from Jack's Pet Store. Oh, gotcha. I know right right where that's at. And uh, first floor? Uh, yes. Uh, so we actually... So when you come in, it's there's other stuff in, in the building. And so when you come in to the left, 
And then uh, we have two rooms downstairs and then two rooms down the hall. Cool. And did the all and so uh, this is kind of like more like logistics, but when you when you bought the escape room, did it come with those rooms? Yes. Uh, well, okay. I, I know you had, you had actually already answered that that they did come with those rooms, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like Five Eleven's owned by a, a different person than who owned the escape room, so you got all of the contract for that as well. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't kicked me out yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, you, you stayed in the same place. You've got the same. And now if you're going to open up a fifth room, you've worked out to, to have it, another room. Well, well, it's it's within the space that I'm leasing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. That all makes sense. And then, so the best way, if someone is listening right now and they're like, you know what? This has all intrigued me. Talking about dinner theater, naked people. I want to I wanna go to the escape room. What's the best way for someone to do that? So Escape the Falls, our website would be the best way to get information. It has a short description of all the rooms, um, some instructions on there. So please read those instructions before booking. Um, Just some basics, you know, like making sure that you're booking the right day and time. Mm. Um, Because people will book, you know, Thursday and show up on Saturday. (laughs) Anyhow. um, Come on, people. you know, so some instructions like that. So everything is on, on the website for the most part. Uh, that's where you would book a room. Um, but if you have any questions, our phone number is also on the website, which is 285-8410. Oh, my goodness, I just forgot. Mm. Google Escape the Falls People, Great Falls. Yeah, and I'm on, I'm on the website now, and it has a, a good description of the rooms that are on there. And I'm, I'm going to look for the phone number. Oh, contact right there. I'm going to click contact. That's probably our... 285-8410. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 285-8410. And so at the top, at the top, you can see... You can see uh, you can see where you can click on rooms and contact, but then it's it's super easy to just book anything, and then it says you can bring alcohol, but not into the rooms. So if you're doing like a bachelorette party or a bachelor party, that's where I would picture. I I tried to look for an escape room in Bozeman uh, for my son's bachelor party in um, COVID, so yeah. all of yeah. that was weird. Um, and then uh, arrive- yeah, we we welcome you know parties. We do have a party room. Mm-hmm. Um, for a little additional fee, but um, yeah, people can decorate that. They can bring in food. They can bring in drinks. Uh, we have lobby games, so um, so if you book the party room, you also have access to all those games, which would be like air hockey, uh, foosball, shuffleboard, and so you know, shuffleboard. I love shuffleboard. Yeah, love shuffleboard. Yeah, you know, he just visited the club cigar and played their shuffleboard. He never did he for the ne- first time ever. Well, I, I was told that I went like a, a decade ago, but I don't I don't remember well, over a decade ago, but that, I don't remember. And so, yeah, we went uh, we went and checked out somebody Valentine, um, Lucky, Lucky Valentine, Lucky Valentine. We went there, and then one of the guys we were with um, doesn't like uh, what is what is it the craft craft beer? Oh, he doesn't like craft beer. Yeah, and that's all you can get at the Mighty Mo. And so we had to go somewhere where he could have a beer. And, ah. and so Club Cigar was like where they parked their vehicle. But they had shuffleboard, and so I was really excited. And mm-hmm. we played shuffleboard, mm-hmm. and they've got a good one in there. And, yeah, so I, anytime I can play shuffleboard, I'm excited about it. Come on down. Come on down. And mm-hmm. and so you want, you, you kind of, this isn't like uh, decide the night of kind of thing, though, right? You need time to set up the room. and Well, we do. We do ask that, um, well, you can't, in fact, um, 
reserve a room under four hours. Wait, let me, let me try that again. So we require at least a four-hour advance booking. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, you got to so have four cool. hours notice. Yeah, which I know that seems a little extreme, but it's um, I have to do it for staffing because we only staff according to our bookings. So mm. we're, we're not open, you know, noon to nine o'clock at night, you know, with somebody there. We're, we're only staffed for bookings. Oh, and, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you, you come and open up and then you get the room ready and you get, you know, lights turned on and everything for when people get there. And so it's not just you there. You have to have your uh, game manager. Yeah, the game masters. Game master. Dang it, I keep saying the wrong word. Game master. And so if somebody books multiple rooms, you got to have a couple people to be able to watch over all of that stuff. Right. And, and if they want a good experience, they shouldn't expect it. They can just drop in whenever they want. Like you're, you're coming yeah. for yeah. this, this somebody, amazing you know, experience. And we've had people walk in and, you know, want to, see if they can play right then. And there's been times where we can accommodate that. You know, if somebody just finished a room and said, oh, yeah, I can stay. And a game master will, you know, go yeah. set up. So, mm. I mean, it's possible. But we're not always there for people to just walk in. So uh, it is according to bookings. Right. Gotcha. And so definitely just go to the, go to the website, check it out, book yourself a room. I didn't see I didn't see pricing. Uh, um, uh, it's $20 per person. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's the full hour of gameplay. And so, um, yeah, so it's 20, regardless of how many people's in your party. So $20 per person, regardless of how many are, yeah, in your party. So like, you know, cause like the room might say, um, private booking. So if you book a private booking, it will, it will cost you. So if it says eight, it allows eight people in that room. Oh, it'll cost you $160 for that room. Right. Right. But say, so if it's just two of you, but you do it as a private booking, it's going to cost you $160. And that's so that you're not doing anything with strangers. Right. If you wanted to do that way, which isn't the way I would do it. Um, and so it's 40 bucks for the two of us to go. Mm -hmm. And there's a chance either nobody's there or somebody books with you and, right. and you've got some other people that you get to hang out with and, right. and do yeah. the escape room but with. Like I said, right now during COVID mess here, uh, we're not allowing separate parties to book together so if you book it I, i'm blocking out the other spots so gotcha somebody okay. else can't book on but yeah and then also with that said um if you do book a private room it doesn't mean you have a, a limited amount of people you can bring in over oh, 20 people you know? <laughs> you know so if you bring in 10 you're still going to pay 20 for all 10 person oh people. gotcha gotcha uh -huh. that makes sense that makes sense mm -hmm. yep okay. that's not too bad i think we should do it i think, we, I think so yeah. and we could like double date Oh, yeah. Bring the wives, and then they could... Oh, I guess we could us. bring the wives. Okay, that's what you meant by double date, not just you and me. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll talk to my wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Mysteries? Mm. You can double date to a dinner show, too, when we're back up. Oh, and that's... that's yeah, I'm super excited about that, because that's when he told me that that's what you did, I didn't even know that was a thing that existed in Great Falls before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of a hermit. Well, and the thing so, is... is, is we really don't promote ourselves much or, or have the need to at this point. Um, yeah, it's word of mouth, right? Yeah, we, we've, um, Almost. we've, you know, where we've been has been, it's a small venue. Mm -hmm. and, and so, um, but we've, we've garnered a following, uh, which, you know, I really appreciate. And these people have been very supportive of us. And so we sell out most of our shows. And so we really haven't had to market ourselves, but I feel like we're, um, 
Great Falls is best kept secret, really, because oh, the people yeah. who do come, and we draw from all around the surrounding areas. So people will drive down from Augusta or wherever, you know, to come see us because it is a lot of fun to see these shows. You know, we're not doing high drama. We're not doing Shakespeare. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Shakespeare. That's but, true. But, you yeah. know, we're doing, <laughs> you know, they're, they're comedies, and they're, they're a lot of fun, and you, you get a good meal with it, and it's, it's something different. Right. It is. It yeah. is something different. You know, it's about an hour and a half, you know, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Three course meal, usually a little salad, a little main course, and then a little brownie dessert. or something, a little dessert mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And um, I went for the first time just to see uh, Melanie do one. And I was like, this looks awesome. This is super fun. And then she talked me into trying out and I had a fun time. It was, it was great. It was great to watch. They're great to watch. They're great to be in. Um, they're obscenely underpriced. So, I mean, if you can get a spot. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say is like, I think the theater um, over the Fort Peck theater, um, when I lived over in Glasgow, I think that was probably around that same price and you didn't get dinner. Right. Right. Yeah, no, it, mm-hmm. it's a really good deal. It's a um, great deal. And like yeah, said, if you were in a larger market, it, you know, we're talking $75. Or oh yeah. I, I, yeah. A hundred bucks, yeah. hundred bucks a, a head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people used to come from all over the place for the Fort Peck Summer Theater as well. Um, and we, I mean, they had actors coming from all over the place as well to be a part of it. And so when you get things like this, like, especially people that, that love drama and love to, um, you know, their artistic releases through theater, they love to be a part of these kind of things. And it's true. And, and so you do end up attracting, and then they, they just bring their own people you know and so yeah you don't have to advertise uh too much and so i was really excited and then when i heard that it wasn't going on right now because of covid i was like darn you covid right and we we lost you know money during that because you know do these productions that's a lot of money and so when we were shut down doing clue you know we we took a loss and so um i'm hoping this fall to i say fall i don't know that's like right around the corner so i don't know if that will happen so but I do hope to do a fundraiser type event, uh, which would not be a, f- a full dinner. Uh, what it would be, mm. be very, um, I guess, intimate. So it, it's um, what it would be is there's a the people who are coming are part of the was it the chocolatiers annual. They're part of the chocolatiers club, and it's the annual meeting. And so there's a big buffet of all these chocolate del- delicacies. Mm-hmm. And so the people who have the, um, uh, it's a ticketed event. And so the people who are arriving, it's going to be all you can eat. But before they can dive into the buffet, they need to solve the mis- mystery. So when the table's um, revealed, you know, there's a dead body, of course. And then the clues are on the table itself. So they need to find the clues and solve the mystery. And then once the mystery's solved, then they can dive in and eat all the desserts they want and champagne and. You had me at chocolate. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you, you're gonna have to let us know when that happens, so that you know, at least Joe and I can come, but we can we can share here as well. Let people know that the yeah. fundraiser is around. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, oh, that sounds like fun. I think it'll be fun. One, yeah. one time, um, my oh, this is kind of a it's a kind of a bunny trail, but I'm taking it. Go taking ahead. the bunny trail. Hop away. My my dad. Uh, we lived here in Great Falls, and he was in the Air Force, and he got stung by a bee when he was jumping into cold water and it made him, he was allergic to bees and it made him allergic to the cold. And he got what's called cold urticaria, 
I didn't need to tell all of that, but it caused us to, he he got medically discharged from the Air Force. We had to move away from Montana because, you know, it's cold here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we moved down south. We moved to Augusta, well, Aiken, South Carolina, near Augusta, Georgia, where they do the masters. Uh, Aiken, South Carolina, and he worked for this company, um, Savannah Riverside. And we'd only lived in South Carolina for a few months, and he's like, oh, I've got to go to this, um, this dinner party. And it was a work-related one, but he was playing a part in the murder mystery. And he was like, I can't remember if he was like one of the victims or if he was going to be like the actual like, you know, murderer. Um, But he came back and I hadn't seen my dad like that happy in a long time after coming back from one of these dinners where... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they ate and they all knew that something was going to happen, and even people they knew were playing part of it, you know. And it was just a really cool thing. And so I love. I've never solved a mystery in my life, but after watching enough Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and um, yeah. The Mentalist, oh, yeah. and different shows like that, I feel I could solve all mysteries. And I yeah. would love to test my skills. You know, the tablecloth comes off, and I'd just be like, "Oh, I already have it solved." Yep. You, know. you just see it, like <laughs> map it out in front of you, like, yep. oh, it's yep. all going to come together. You know what's weird, though? It's, I'm not good at solving <laughs> mysteries or getting out of escape rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just love them. You don't have to be good at them to love them, right? I, hope not. I guess not. <laughs> and there was, there was one other question I had, um, because I had just recently watched a movie, and it was uh, a murder mystery. And it, was, it, it just came out, like, I think right like kind of as we got shut down for COVID, uh, called Knives Out. Oh, yes. Did you watch that movie? Oh, yeah. What did you think? I loved it. Oh, I really have you it. seen it? I don't know if I, I don't think I have. Oh, man. I, I can't remember what streaming device it's on. Knives Out? Who, Amazon, it Amazon, yeah, maybe. I think it is on Amazon. Who may, who, who's that um, by? What's, he, uh, what's his name? Uh, 007? Yeah, he's the, he's the new 007. Okay. Craig. I can't remember his name. Daniel Craig. Oh, oh yes. Okay. And he does so good. He does I, so I loved good. It. It's that's yeah, that was a quintessential mystery, I think. It, you know, it, yeah, they did a the really elements. good job. And it's just this family and the mansion and they have uh uh you know, like the the helpers. I'm not giving I'm trying not to give any of the, the movie away, uh okay. any spoilers or anything, but he he comes in because somebody asks him, he's a murder mystery novelist or, or author of some sort, and they call him in to help with the case, and that's why he's there. And he and he plays a great part. It, yeah, he does a really good job. So if you haven't seen Knives Out, you got to see Knives Out. Okay, Knives Out. Knives yeah, out, yes, sounds good. Yeah, we've been talking about murder mystery, and that's that's the one that was in my head the whole time. I really yeah. wanted to talk about it. And I wanted to see what your take was since you're you've watched. Tons of murder, murder mysteries. I wanted to know how that kind of. I haven't watched a bunch. I just want to know how that one weighed mm-hmm. in. No, I really enjoyed it. It had all the elements that you know, all the you know, everybody's a suspect and everybody had mm-hmm. motive and opportunity. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you won't know until the end. You yeah. won't. Yeah. Well, and it, like probably like three times during the movie, you've suspected everyone. So by the time it gets done, you're like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> but it's only because you yeah. suspected everyone seven different times you know, during it, it anyway. And then it always has to have that good twist at yeah. the end. You know, yeah. So, yeah. A good twist at the end. Yeah. But don't be looking for it. Okay. Yeah. There's no twist. Yeah, no, 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 twist no, no, no. 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 Na- no. No knives out twisting. No. That's no. And, and, and it also, but it also had humor in it. Too, mm-hmm. So it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, Captain America's in it. Oh, cool. What's his face? I can't help you there. Because uh, he was also the, the human torch. 
Here's the Human Torch on Fantastic Four. Oh. And then Captain America. What is his name? I don't know. Sorry, I don't, yeah. I don't watch yeah. Marvel. But he yeah, but he was he was in it as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've seen a lot of those movies. Mm. I probably just made a bunch of people mad. I just said I don't watch Marvel. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, like I think yeah, eighty percent of the people in the world. Yeah, world. <laughs> at least the United States probably watch Marvel known movies. Known universe. I'm not like a huge fan of it, but I'll watch them. Just to, honestly, just to see what the heck everyone's talking about. I just well, want to. I'll watch them if somebody is forcing. Mm. No. <laughs> forcing. If I'm held down. <laughs> no, I'll yeah. watch them if someone's like, "Oh, you know, let's watch this one." Okay. You know, okay. If I'm by myself, like I said, my go-to is usually a old black and white. Yeah, Film and see, unfor- unfortunately, I'm in the eighty percent. I I enjoy mm-hmm. cheap thrills, and so I've yeah. been see, I've been trying to watch older movies now. You well, know? I realized I think I was born in the wrong decade. Maybe you know, I like the old movies from thirties, forties, fifties, and big band swing music from thirties and forties. It's and, really right. cool to see how um, that's who right. wears a bowler cap. Who, who wears a bowler <laughs> cap to a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Only someone that was into in these thirties style. You know, murder Somebody mysteries. Who, born in the wrong century. I was watching an old movie um, called "And God Created Woman," <clears throat> and it had a really famous, you know, model in it. And uh, the story was is that she's supposed to be, I don't know, very, very loose. Oh my gosh! And, <laughs> and uh, so she gets a little drunk and she goes to a bar and like the and this is like the this is the scene like where it's all it's all culminating on this scene when she's just like losing her mind you know and she's like goes away from her husband she goes to this bar this band is playing she's taking shots and then they like do this close-up of her dress and then it has like buttons up the front of it and she just like tears it open and you don't i mean she's still wearing a dress she just kind of tore it up a little bit to show more leg and that was that was it they're like, oh, look at her legs. She's showing her legs. Oh, no. And she's dancing all provocatively. But And then that's it. Like, just you could see her bare legs. Oh, and she didn't wear shoes a lot. So she'd walk around barefoot, which was just, what? Not wearing shoes. You know what that says, don't and, you? And no, I have no idea. It was supposed to say something. <laughs> was that in the, the, the 40s, 50s? Yeah, back in the... Yeah. I think they just got color in that movie, you know, or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. those older movies. Yeah. It's really fun to see um, the interplay between men and women, like what was acceptable, what was not acceptable back. The clothes are always fun. But that one in particular, you know, I've but been getting know, into the older with, ones. With you talking about that, that made me think of um, old Jimmy Stewart movie, um, Anatomy of a Murder. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. Um, kind of this, you know, so there's... Um, and it's very provocative and it's very relevant to today it's so it's this woman she's in a bar and she's dancing provocatively mm-hmm. and you know dressed you know likewise and um anyway so you know she gets raped mm-hmm. whisper, but, you know um but <laughs> yeah and so you know so there's a trial and everything but it's you know it's just interesting because that you know the you know they're trying to you know show that oh she's a loose woman and ah. you know and then you know the defense is or I guess it would be the prosecution would be you know it's like what is you know that has nothing to do with what happened to <laughs> right. her you know and it's right. just it's a fascinating movie but it's you know it's from you mm. know it's an old movie but it's very relevant today so yeah that's interesting because we never got rid of that particular um, that that thought process in our society like we immediately um, try to put blame on the victim 
in those cases. Like, you know? like what did they do to deserve what it? What were you wearing? Why were you in that place at that time with those people? Well, I think you were asking for it, weren't How you? How many boyfriends have you had in the last year? And it's so ridiculous what we're saying, but that's like, that's, we're living, we're right now living in a society that believes that and the laws and people get off all the time and lawyers say these things in courtrooms every day. So it's just, yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah, so that movie, if you haven't seen it. What's it called again? Anatomy of a Murder. Anatomy of a Murder. Yeah, or Murder. Okay. No, Murder. Anatomy of a Murder yeah. by, by Jimmy Stewart or with Jimmy Stewart starring in it? Yeah, he's in it. I don't know if he's a producer. No. <laughs> he's a no. great actor, of course. It, it, it's a great movie. It really is. Anatomy of a Murder, Jimmy Stewart. So, yeah, when you were describing this other movie, it made me think of that one. And I it, will. And, and as you're talking about the genre that, that you like watching, um, well, and reading, but we'll just say watching because that's easier for any of our listeners, what would be some good entry-level you know, movies to get into um, if they if they wanted to just see if they had an interest in, in that kind of, you know, 1940s, okay, well, 50s. Like the one I mentioned, I think would would be a good example because I think a lot of times people think of these older movies as being, you know, staid or, you know, silly, you know, but like mm-hmm. Anatomy of a Murder, that, you know, that hits all mm-hmm. the talking points, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. it's uh, so that would be a good one to, to start out so. with. I think it's very interesting, yeah, and it's well done. You know, of course, then you got like the classics, Casablanca. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that Humphrey Bogart <laughs> did. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Maltese Falcon, that's a good mystery. That's written by Dashiell Hammett. And are you watching these on a streaming service? Yeah. What are you, what are you using? <laughs> I feel like I'm promoting. Um, <laughs> well, no, no. I just, it, it's hard sometimes to find, like if you're looking for an older movie, to you kind of have to Google like what can yeah. I stream this on? Otherwise you have to go to your... So like um, Prime, um, so like I'll go to the genre of mystery or thriller, and then I'll do a subcategory of um, 1950s or, or older. Or, gotcha, know, gotcha. That, and so. you're finding a lot of them on Prime. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Dial M for Murder. That's another one of yeah. my favorites. Okay, I've, I've definitely you heard know, of that It's kind of funny because I also have all these movies on uh, DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone can't find them, you can just... I'll hook you up. <laughs> and but, you can hear the director's commentary on those. Well, if it has it. I mean, that's a bad thing about not having it. So when you have the streaming service, you don't get to hear all the, the extras that DVDs come with. No extras really on those. Yeah, no, oh, on the, on the ones they have? Oh, yeah, okay. directors are all passed on. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. once once DVDs came out, they weren't uh, living anymore to be able to do that director's cut. But I do miss that with the... the co- I used to... Uh, comedy is kind of my my genre if I'm going to watch anything. And so all like the nineties comedies that you get on DVD, you'd have all the bloopers. Mm-hmm. I loved that I to like be able bloopers. to just watch the, the blooper reel. <laughs> and like even, uh, uh, what was the, what was the movie with Woody and Buzz, um, toy story. Yeah. And they did all the bloopers with the animated characters. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. It <laughs> was, it was great. And so I used to love to watch the bloopers and you can't anymore mm-hmm. because it's just a streaming service and there's no yeah. menu choices and right. I'd fall asleep to the movie and you'd wake up and the menu would be playing right mm-hmm. on the, on this little cycle. And uh, yeah, you don't get that anymore. Your, your TV just, or, or Netflix will just keep playing stuff for whatever if you fall asleep during a movie, but yeah, or ask you, are you sure you're still watching? <laughs> yeah, this? are you still are you still watching? <laughs> but that's the worst when when you're binging something <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, I'm just spending this Sunday just gonna watch whatever, and so you're yeah you know, spending ten hours watching something, and then all of a sudden it will say, are you still watching? It's like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Way to, way to shame you're me. Like, wait, you're like, wait a minute. Should I get up and like walk? 
<laughs> no, no, I'm going to click yes. <laughs> and by that time, you've lost the remote. So, like, the most work you do that day is just trying to find the remote again. Yeah. Cushions, yeah. Where did that remote go? Yeah, when that question pops up, it's like, don't judge me. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm still watching. You might as well say, like, have you brushed your teeth? <laughs> have you gone outside and, like, like had the sun on your skin yeah. at all? Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. The answer is no to on both accounts. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we need to go over, Joe? Mm. I've enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. This was fun. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. I can't think of, um, gosh. Over pasta or, mm. or soup. Pasta with some turkey, um, turkey. Scallop, scallop potatoes and kielbasa sausages. And, yeah, and, and I'm bringing turkey soup. stock. Oh, you yeah. can't oh, forget wait, about sorry. that. No, okay, well, you can do, how about turkey noodle soup? You can make s- some pasta, whatever, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'll do ham and scalp potatoes or kabalsa. Yeah. Potluck. Yeah. Get, get after sounding, it, potluck. Sounding good. That potluck is going to be gotten after. <laughs> <clears throat> We're getting hungry just thinking about it. Ooh. And then we can watch a murder mystery, and it'll be like a dinner theater show. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, that's what I was trying to think, and then in the back of all this, I was like, "Man, how do we turn this into like either an escape room or a dinner theater kind of thing?" There we go. We'll watch a we'll, we'll watch Knives Out because you haven't seen it. Cool. Yeah, that's a great yeah. movie. Or Dial M for Murder. Potluck. I've heard that's of that good. one, and I've, I've got to watch good. it now. That's going to really be the, the first one on my list. I think I've seen that. I think I saw it with you. Really? I think it was maybe a group thing. Everyone was watching it. You know, the the dinner theater troupe would get together and they like watching old movies, basically, or. Obscure oh, movies, yeah. too. Oh, boy, I've seen some really obscure ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, I used to have a night where I'd invite people over, and it was a, was a crappy movie in Taco Night. I can't remember. Because <laughs> I would just find these just like, you know, like the Revenge of the Shrews 2 or whatever. <laughs> like, what is this movie? Tremors. Tremors. Oh. Those were those were the movies that I would watch. And you so could just like... the 90s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the underground alien... Alien worms. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just a movie you can like talk through and have fun, you know, but like really make fun of so many things in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so zombie movies, that's another genre that mm-hmm. I'm into. You love, oh. I love zombie movies. Oh, I love zombie movies. Um, World War Z... I was disappointed in that. Well, okay, so so I was I. Book. I read the book. The oh, book yeah, was great. Yeah, and anybody that that read the book did not like World War Z. Mm. I watched um, all of uh, the the series, um, The Walking Dead. That um, I didn't because it, whatever it was on, I I didn't have that streaming service. So now it's like on Netflix. But I feel like I'm I'm behind. Right. It's like yeah. it's kind of daunting, you know, to say, oh, 15 seasons. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I and I've, I've I've fallen behind too. I I can't remember what season I stopped at, but I I fell behind on that. And then uh, Shaun of the Dead. Love it. <laughs> love Shaun of the Dead. Love I love anything that um. Oh, I just forgot his name. The does the main guy. Mm-hmm. I I don't know his name either. I'm horrible with um, actors' names. Yeah. Think of it right now. English. Mm-hmm. Um. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, and he is prolific. I mean, he has so many movies. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like he does. He's done a lot of good work. Yeah. If we could think of his name, we'll give him credit one of these days. And uh, then there's you know there's the one about the star of Shaun of the Dead. There's Sh- one. Uh, oh, there's one recent one that came out. Uh, they just did the number two. I haven't seen the number two yet. Zombieland. 
Is that what oh, it's called? Zombie Land. That was a good one. They with, killed Bill, Bill Murray. I saw with, the spoiler one. alert. With Woody Harrelson in that one? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I did see one. the second. It was good. Oh, yeah. I got to see the second one. Because they always have the rules, the rules mm-hmm. of, of Zombie Land. Yeah. Oh, so we did Act Normal Theater. We did um, How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. And that was presented as a seminar. So um, the audience, they were attending a seminar on how to survive a zombie apocalypse. And so that's how the play was laid out. It was giving them instructions, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that would have been a good one. Oh, that one's going to have to make a comeback. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't mean to just start naming off zombie movies, but I really like zombie movies. Have you seen Black Summer? No. I think it's on Netflix. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a big zombie person, so I I can't participate too much. But I will say that, um, what was that one that you haven't watched? The, 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 the series that you haven't seen, oh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. I watched one or two parts of an episode, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. You know, I'm 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 open minded, I guess. And um, and I was kind of getting into it, but the thing that like really, I, I just I, I was like, I'm done with this. I can't watch this anymore. It was like, you know, the guys in the they, they were talking, and they seemed like they were just really physically fit and just like really tough, and they had guns, and they were just like really watching all the time because I mean, zombies are everywhere, right? And then they'd get past something, and then they're just on some whatever scene, you know, ha- having some bubble gum. And then somehow a, a zombie who makes the tons of noise and goes at zero miles an hour snuck up on him and also bites him. And I'm like, what? This didn't work for you, huh? No, I, it was unbelievable. So I did see one episode with some friends, but it was already like season five, yeah. episode 2000. And... I, I was so behind. I didn't know what was going on, and I didn't see a single zombie in the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. You can go yeah, whole so episodes without seeing any zombies. That's, that's yeah. when I lost interest. Like, eh, yeah. I and also, and, on the other hand, I don't want to see zombies that are really fast like those ones. I don't know what movies those are, but they're really fast. World War Z, they were really fast. I wouldn't like that either because I just... I'm it's nice to think that zombies are going to be slow. Uh, that's what I would prefer. Yeah. yeah. The old rambling... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Night of the Living Dead... Zombies, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then I'm like, okay, I can see how people are. And they that. they like moan and groan everywhere they go. So you're like, oh, I can hear them coming. Here They're really slow. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I have yeah. time to load my gun. Yeah, or, or yeah. run. Yeah, or just like push them over. Like, are they stronger than us? Like, well, who, does anyone? <laughs> just yeah, push them over. They can barely walk. They're like stumbling. You know, yeah. whatever. How about um? <laughs> I should be a another producer. one. Uh, the strain. Yeah. Yeah, the strain. Look that I've one. I've heard of strain. Oh yeah. no, I have. You, you've good. just now mentioned two. So strain and black summer. Black summer. Okay. So, yeah, they're both like, yeah, both really good. Okay, I'll have to check both those out. And, like completely different from each other. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, I'll have to check both those out. Well, and then there's also like there there was one that's after the video game, kind of along the zombie line. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it was a video game I used to play as a kid. Dawn of the Dead. No. Is that um, even a zombie game? I don't know. Yeah, but it is about a, a, a female character that ends up being like, like it's all because of like genetics and they they yeah. made a mistake. I, I can't remember the name of it. I feel really bad now. I think I've seen that. There's like four evil, or five of them. Evil, oh, Resident evil. evil. Resident, Resident Evil. evil. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Bam. So with Black yeah. Summer, the one thing I didn't like about it is you would kind of get invested with a character and then they were dead oh yeah so that happens in the zombie movies 
Just like that. <laughs> just like that. Whatever Thrones show. Game, Game of Thrones. I, I never watched a single episode. Don't watch a either. single minute. Don't waste your time. Okay. Yeah. I never watched it. Because, I mean, no spoilers here, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll just tell you, it sucks. It's just, a, <laughs> it's a really stupid show that sucks. And because, well, because you get kind of invested in it. You know, you like your, and the first thing they do is like kill off some, you know, important, awesome people. And you're like, oh, that stinks. But then you're like, okay, I'll go along with these, what seems like 15 other characters and their whole separate lives that you got to get to know them and all this stuff. And then at the end, this person that you've been following in and you're like, oh, this is the, this is going to, I mean, it could even be good or bad or whatever is going to, it just ends on like a <clears throat> note. Like, well, oh. That's what I heard. You know, people yeah, who so were really into it and you're they just were gonna, invested for however many years. Yeah. And they said at the very end, it was just like such a huge yeah. letdown. It was like um, at after season, whatever, I can't remember. But I remember thinking, oh, this is noticeably worse. You know, it was like they filed, fired all the writers. And I was like, we can't pay you this anymore. <laughs> We're going to get just some new people out of Harvard and just tell them, you know, this is what we want them to do. And it was just awful. It was like, no cool twist ending. No, just just maybe we'll do this and we'll just put an end to the show. We're done. And so I was like, it was almost as bad as uh, that, that mobster show, The Sopranos. Did you see The Sopranos? I, I would see bits and pieces, a few episodes. Yeah, so those there, are the two. So. Those are like the two shows that mm. they're they're known for how poorly they ended. And in The Sopranos, I mean, arguably worse because they were just, I mean, related to nothing. They just went to black mid word click. Yeah, it was just be like, hey Brian, and by the way, I need to, and it was just bam. That's the end of the entire season. No conclusion. No nothing. And they're ugh, awful. You know, people said the same thing about Seinfeld. HBO too. Oh, the final episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Did you? See it? I did see it, and I, I, I guess I would only argue that that's what I was expecting. It was a show about so, nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> at the time, I remember feeling a little okay. That was a bit anticlimactic. And then yeah. later on, though, I was like, you know what? That was genius because yeah. it brought everything full circle. You know, everything. And, it was weird how they got all those stories to just. Bam, and then I don't know. What yeah, and so yeah, no, actually, I think it was it was spot on. Mm-hmm. The final episode, it wasn't necessarily hilarious, right? Was, it, but, and it wasn't no. But and I think maybe that's why people were disappointed. But I was so sad when um, I mean, when the two things happened to Kramer, you know, when he, um, I mean, whether he went to California or whatever in the show or something happened, it just it just wasn't funny. He wasn't doing his funny stuff. He was like trying to escape a murderer or people thought he was a murderer or something kind of right. hilarious. Um, and then when when he messed up and said that said the bad word on 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 the comedy show, and now no one no one likes it, and we don't get to enjoy his comedy anymore because he he's just not. I don't know if he's doing it. I mean, he's definitely not in the in in doing it anywhere that I'd see. But man, I just really liked him. He had the great. He had that great timing, and he looked funny, and he was just well, an he, interesting fellow. He and did a show after Seinfeld that didn't last. He was like a private investigator, I think. Or I don't. Oh, I didn't that. know about that. Yeah, I didn't and, see it. But and I think short lived. You know, I think that that was the thing is that he he got that cool niche, you know, and that he was just perfect for. And then they just couldn't place him anywhere else, and he wasn't good at stand up comedy, obviously. Obviously, and so yeah, that's sad though. I mean, what are we gonna do? Maybe we should have him on the podcast. Be like, what what have you been up to, mm. man? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Not that one. Yeah, <laughs> that particular one, Mike. I mean, we'll, I mean, if we get desperate, <laughs> if we get desperate, if we're looking for some clickbait, yeah. 
Yeah. We, yeah, we're not having Kramer on. What's his name? Michael Richards. Richards, yes. Yeah, Michael Richards. <laughs> you guys are good with the names. I'm not. She's way better. I just happen to like Which no, Seinfeld. I'm horrible <laughs> with names, actually. Well with people I know. I, I'm like really bad with like I'll run into you tomorrow and Same. It doesn't even have Same. to be tomorrow. I, I can't remember your name right now. Like is it Bobby? Yeah. Is um, it um Joe. My name is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's easy to remember then two joes yeah oh i should change my name to joe that'd be good <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> the two joes getting after it mm. Mm. that was a weird ring to it Are we joe the joe twins joe and brian sounds fine or joey's i don't know joey's oh People well that would be a good if we were two joey's we could make our logo us as Kangaroo? little kangaroos, kangaroos in a pouch in the pouch. Yeah. Hmm. Two Joeys like getting after it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can picture myself being hopped around in a pouch right now. <laughs> can you hear me eat my M&M? Yes. Yeah, it was the loudest thing you could have. I mean, we appreciate that <laughs> you got them. I've been trying em. to be very... Can you hear that? Yeah, you can totally hear it. That's it's good. I've been trying so to good. be... Um, I like it. I think it's discreet, funny. But... Yeah, it was an accidental funniness. Yeah, because we don't have the cool cafe sounds right mm -hmm. now. No, but we're going to work on that. We're oh, thinking we about should, here, Everybody try one of these and see if... Oh, yeah. If you hit it against the mic, it'll definitely make noise. Oh, that's... Passing Twizzlers was, around now. Oh, I was going to have them try to guess what we were eating. Oh. <laughs> okay, you can try to guess now. Mm. Oh. Mm. You can definitely hear it. Can you hear that it's a Twizzler? Mm -hmm. <laughs> can, you, can you hear what flavor? They have different flavors, you know. This is the best one, though. <laughs> it's not. I don't like the the rope ones that you can peel apart. The flavor changes in them. Yeah, not my favorite. It's not the same. You oh, gotta have the artificial. ones that you can turn into a straw, like these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are the best. Yeah, you can bite each end. The cherry or the strawberry. Mm -hmm. I don't like the chocolate or the black one. Whose idea was the chocolate? You know what? A, isn't mm. cho isn't chocolate in enough stuff? Right. Is it, it still around? To, can you still get it? Mm -hmm. I still see it. I mean, black licorice. I mean, I like black licorice, but I nope. can see why people are like, oh, I don't really like that too much. Nope. But chocolate. Nope. I don't like black on. licorice either. I do like black licorice caramels, though. Black licorice caramel. No, if it's black licorice, I just I just stay away from it. <laughs> the you the jelly bellies. Oh, yeah. Like, why, do you, why did you do that? But try mm -hmm. the caramels. Those are actually, I think it has to be... Maybe like the caramels from a candy store, though, not like just. In, I yeah, know, right. I, like yeah. you buy at the store, you have to go to like a yeah. legit candy store where they make it. Mm. Because that's I've tried the black licorice taffy, you know, not yeah. good, no, not, not good. good. Uh, I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you sound while eating your Twizzler. It's good. I just it's it's hard to talk and eat yeah. when you shove the whole thing in your mouth. Yep. All right, I think that's good. I think that's a good show. Should we put it? Yeah. Should we put a bow on that? Everybody got to listen to us eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a good conclusion, too. We wrapped it up with some candy eating. Mm -hmm. Got after it. Didn't yeah, we? and I wish I would have mm -hmm. known that it was going to be a guessing game. I did list off the candies, though, mm. earlier. They could have guessed. That's true. <clears throat> okay. But these ones were the quietest. The gummy lifesavers. Oh, yeah. Gummy lifesavers. It's cool how they go to all that trouble to even put the lifesaver... You know, words on the outside of on the, the outside ring. of it. Yeah. 
it must be the same machine, you know, same mold, just different. Maybe it is. They seem bigger. Maybe not, though. A mystery to be solved. I'm just like looking at different things, noises that we haven't used today. I forget what this one is. Let's let's hear it. This is our background noise that we were supposed to be playing during the 10 questions. During the 10 questions, we had background music for that. Yeah. Oh, see, now you just need to redo it. We're going to have to ask you back. <laughs> Same questions. Same questions. And just... Yeah, hey, turn it down. Turn it down. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to like leave it here. You know, just to end on because it's isn't it nice with this it's very soothing would this mm -hmm. have relaxed you like a little bit more like do you think we would have got Did like I seem uptight i mean you seemed a little nervous right in the beginning i was like mm, I wonder if she's she's like no then you i didn't you were, sense that at all well I joe know. might be more in tune than i am though yeah i've i've i've, I've I, yes i know her a little bit more than you <laughs> i was gonna say it <laughs> yes, I know more than you. I, I, well, I was stopping myself from saying something dumb, but now I'm going to say it because I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> like, well, I have seen her in her skitties. So yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. I know a little bit more. Yes, yeah. True. I know when she's feeling um, anxious. A little anxious. Gotcha. Yeah, like the, it's the body language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was, <clears throat> no, I thought everything went awesome. Uh, we should have you on again, though, because you're getting off to so many things. Yeah, have me back when, um, like maybe when the fundraiser's getting mm -hmm. up or when the show's about to go up. A couple weeks before that, we'll start, or however many weeks before that, we'll start putting the word out there for you. I'm going to turn this down a little more. What would be kind of fun is before the show goes up, bring the cast in. Heck yeah. Oh, that would be fun too. We could have four, up to four mics, but then people could take turns and crowd around mics. Or, we, yeah, I was going to say we could have one of the ambient noise mics. Oh, yeah, area mics. Yeah. There you go. And just hang it from the ceiling. But what we were what we were talking about, we got sidetracked somehow, but we were talking about uh, we are going to try to have some ambient noise. Uh, we're going to try to try to do a few different locations. So we could we could Ooh, do one where it's like maybe even on site after after a practice or something like that. And the three of us could be on and then just randomly as people are leaving from practice or whatever, you know, but, um, yeah, we got That'd good feedback cool. from having the coffee shop background noise. So we thought about, you know, doing a podcast from another coffee shop or, um, what was the one place downtown we mentioned? Uh, Keller, Keller Geist. Keller Geist, <clears throat> you know, doing a podcast there one night and just getting some ambient noise and stuff. And so anyway, yeah, we're going to, we're going to try that out. And mm -hmm. that, that would be one cool place is just on site. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. On location. And then you can see about all the quick changes, you know, <laughs> we don't, we don't do that during practice. Yeah, You make it seem like I'm excited um, for that part. <laughs> I know I'm trying to make it into something that's not, but yeah, it's just fun for me. It just, <laughs> we, it just weirded me out that I thought that I would be eating dinner while like being surprised by, you know, dinner theater nudity. Yeah. And I did have to, yeah, I did have to correct that. I mean, while you may see me in my underwear at, while you're eating or an <laughs> actor like that, because it's part of the play, mm -hmm. never nude or anything like that. No, nope, yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. And it was, I think I was even wearing funny underwear, like hearts and well, red, red hearts. And I thought that was just your normal. I do remember that. What show was that though? Oh, it was one where the, all the drugs were being done. There was, I remember oh, Dave was doing all the drugs. Bathroom humor. Bathroom humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that would make oh, sense. If, if it's titled bathroom humor, I would expect to see you there in, was, in your skivvies. Yep. There's definitely some bathroom well, humor. It was what it 
was is um, we're at a party, and so the set is a bathroom. So you, the audience is privy to what's going on in the bathroom during this party. Yeah. And so all the comings and going, and it was hilarious. That was one of our most popular plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had people asking us to. We, we reprised it. We actually we did it, and oh. then there was so many people that were asking us to do it that they didn't get to see it the first time. So we reprised it. Did an encore. Yeah. 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 A lot of people saw those underwear. I still wear them. So maybe that's why. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I thought that was just your normal underwear. I only have that one pair. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they're very comfortable. They're supportive and comfortable. And they fit underneath my jeans. Just perfect. <laughs> just, just the way you want them. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. And yes, I could be an underwear model just because of my enthusiasm. Mm. Not because of my body or physique. Just... I'm really into underwear. <laughs> well, then, too, when you were talking about the woman dancing provocatively earlier, mm-hmm. you were actually dancing. I wish you all could have seen that. that was... I was dancing myself because I wanted you guys to get the feel of the, the motion, yeah. you know? I don't want to just describe it. And dancing again. <laughs> yeah, I'll dance. I was dancing again. <laughs> I got to see that movie. I'm going to show you guys that. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to find that scene, that provocative dance scene. <laughs> You're like, this isn't provocative at all. <laughs> She's she's barely showing her ankle. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sexy ankle, though. Anyways, on that note of a sexy ankle, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Put a bow on this podcast. Okay. What are we going to close with? Because mm. we've been closing with the 10 questions, but we're not going to do that anymore. Nah. You kind of opened with the 10 questions, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we missed a couple episodes being able to do the 10 questions, but we came up with the the like theme song or whatever for it. And so we were just closing, letting people listen to the new, the new song or the new um, intro to the speed round. Yeah. So that would be our outro. No, we're just, but, but we did think last time we came up with the phrase. um, Oh, I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll see you next show. That's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Um, And I'll play. What I think is our old music. Or actually, this might be the original music that came with the podcaster. So no, this... I think that that's over here. Oh, oh wait. What did I just do? Um, you did the thing. There you go. Here. That's over here. Okay. Let's let's do it with, on that one. Oh, the old one? Uh-huh. Uh, no, no. Yeah, let's do it on the updated one. Okay. That's, that's cool. Let's okay. do it. I've been Joe. I've been Brian. We'll see you you next show. show. (laughs) We didn't time it right that time. Want to try it again? Okay. I've been Joe. I've been Brian. We'll We'll see see you next next show. show. You know what? It didn't rhyme. Joe rhymes with show. Brian and Joe. (laughs) And you have to do it again because I was talking. (laughs) Okay. So we got to go Brian and then Joe. And then it rhymes with show. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. You want to try it again? Take three. I've been Brian. And I've been Joe. We'll We'll see see you next show. show. Ooh, that was good. Get out of here.